Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Higher education, be gone. I mean, let's just watch (laughs) reality TV. Hello, and welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love Bachelor in Paradise or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating, hooking up in the ocean, and semi-open relationships. I'm Emma Gray, Senior Women's Editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, Culture Writer. Thanks for tuning in to our fifth Paradise Recap. This week, we'll discuss Samantha and Joe's final face-off, who we think the engaged couple will be at the end of all this, and whether Ashley I will actually give away her V-card to Jared. We think not. Yeah, probably not. We'll also talk about whether the show has reached peak cultural insensitivity toward Mexicans. And frankly, I think they could push it a little further. Plus, we'll check in with everyone's favorite Bachelor in Paradise hero, J.J. Lane. But before that, we're joined by some of our favorite guests, People Now's The Bachelor Dudes, Sam Usher. What's up, everybody? Sammy Smith. Hello. And Darren Bleckner. Hi, everyone. I thought we were going to be the heroes. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So full disclosure, I moved yesterday. So forgive me if I don't remember anything that happened this week because a lot happened, I'm pretty sure. And we start off with Joe and Sam, of course, because that's how every episode seems to start or end these days. Yeah, I think it was Joe in the rain reflecting his mood about Sam. That's kind of what started yeah, us off. and looking constipated, which is just sort of His how he default. looks whenever he's in love. So, and then I think Samantha decides that instead of going on a date with Justin, she's going to stick with Joe. She's like, I've pissed Joe off. I'm going to go back to Joe. I am confused by Samantha, generally. <laughs> I don't really understand what she's doing. Um, I do think she's probably incredibly beautiful in person. I mean, it well, seems that way. That seems to be the one thing everyone can agree on. I, Every <laughs> single man and woman in paradise just keeps repeating, Samantha is really hot. Like, she's she's still hot. She's probably the hottest woman Joe will ever get. She's so hot that no one can control themselves around her. I don't understand her. how she could be that hot, and yet she made no impression on Chris Souls this season. I had the same thought, especially on a show that, like, the show professionally employs attractive people. For her to be so clearly a notch above, it must be like a rare plane of that maybe Chris Souls just didn't 
Yeah. See, he was looking for farmers. That's <laughs> And she didn't give off a farmer vibe. I feel like he tried to like he tried to have some really hot people and some potential farmers' wives, and then he just sort of like kept them on parallel tracks until the end, and then he went with someone who was both. sort of neither. Well, yeah. both. True love. It's yeah. called true love, guys. It's called both, neither. I, I just like that Joe kept saying over and over again, like, "Well, she is so far out of my league. <laughs> she is so far out of my I league." Feel like that's really not did. the way to sell yourself. By no means. Don't do that, guys. I mean, maybe to Samantha, though, because I don't think there's anything Samantha likes more than being with a guy who feels like she is, like, way too good for him. Like, it worked. Like, she, she, she was like... You know, now that Joe keeps talking about how it was all too good to be true because I'm, like, so much hotter than him, I kind of feel like I want to get back together with him. I don't know. She did all this uh, texting or DMing or whatever she did with all these people. It feels like half the show she, like, had been in correspondence with. (laughs) I have now reached out to Samantha (laughs) because clearly she responds well to just being hit up. So I have now hit her up, and I'll let you guys know in a couple months how it's going. Yeah. how far out of your league is she? So far out of my (laughs) league. Yeah. I mean, she's theoretically on a show with the most eligible bachelors that the world has to offer. Theoretically is, like, the operative word (laughs) in that (laughs) sentence. These are the losers of the bachelor. These are like the the, the the most eligible bachelors who weren't quite the most eligible. They're the who could next afford most. to take breaks from work multiple yeah. times. Well, well, I love when I Jacqueline came say. in and she was just like, "All of these guys are personal trainers who have kids and are unemployed." And I was like, "I mean, she's not wrong." That was the moment I decided I love Jacqueline. <laughs> well, well, talking about that, Chris came back for a, what fifth. Time, yeah, five. <laughs> yes, we, ha- we had the the marathon, five. the marathoners. That must be five arrive. different jobs. He's probably left. <laughs> I, I have yeah. to figure, right? I mean, I think he. I, you know what? I was gonna say I think he works for his dad, but then I was like, <laughs> I've heard so many weird like bachelor related jobs that like who knows what Chris Bukowski's who job is? Do you picture? Father Bukowski as is Father Bukowski famous and I don't know it. Then like, he could be the writer. Oh, he works for the Bukowski yeah, Empire. Yeah, he's a famous writer. I can't believe he did that. Uh, well, I just, I recently re- like watched back uh, Emily's season, and Chris Bukowski is like the young idealist who wants nothing more than love. Yeah. He came off pretty well during Emily's season, and then immediately destroyed all of it on the subsequent yeah. summer show. It, it reminds Four me of, of looking at looking at like a president before and after their their eight years in office you know and he just he just aged he's aged 30 years after all these bachelor seasons oh yeah you can tell he's got sort of like the the free alcohol bloat and like <laughs> deadness in the eyes it's pretty sad what but... quality alcohol do you think they're serving high, high grain yeah. <laughs> um extremely strong okay yeah okay thank you i i love how they were like jorge makes these special drinks and I was like, what's special about them? Are they just like pure alcohol? Because that would be my it's guess. Everclear. Based on their behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Everclear and Ever lemonade. Everclear with a, da- yeah, a dash of lemon. Well, Chris got there and they're like, Chris, do you want a drink? He's like, oh, yeah, of course. And they're like, what do you want, man? And he goes, a vodka soda. He's <laughs> like, oh, that, that, that <laughs> was a paradise asking drink. for vodka soda. I just love the <laughs> idea that you like, go to Mexico be and be yeah. like, I want nothing but vodka. Like, I'm here I am on a beach in Mexico. And you know what I really want? A vodka soda. Doesn't right. scream it Mexico at all. Or paradise. ten vodka sodas. I think he was trying to be like he was actually at a club anyway so I think he was trying to watch his figure thinking he was going to stick around for like 10 days and so he wanted to like be in shape the whole time but be drunk so it's like oh I'm going to go vodka soda instead he was just blacked out for half a day he stayed about 10 hours total I think before he walked away I mean there's more plane time there yeah. than there is time on 
the island in paradise. But you know, it's a beautiful story of redemption is that he really messed up. He was too drunk. He did his 10 hours and he got turned down. But when Joshua asked him for the date card, it would have been really easy for him to say no. That's what I was expecting. Like a great guy. He was like, you're going to use it, man. And he's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to use it. He's like, all right, dude, that's good. Yeah, like, he was like, if you're going to use it, then use it, because I really just need to go take a nap like right now, and I just can't deal with this. I just like that Joshua asked the exact same person that he asked, so that, that made it even better. Yeah. Like, so he yeah. took it from him and then took his girl. Yeah, he should have gone in and been like, don't you want Tenley to enjoy this day? <laughs> yeah. Here's the catch. You're not going to be there. But I will be. And she'll like it. And she'll have more fun. And we'll have aphrodisiac cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Can you believe that that chef knew, like, all the fruits that existed? It was crazy. So many fruits. It's almost like he's a professional cook. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way he's a professional cook. It's not like we're going to see him later in the episode cooking. No way. I mean, he's a celebrity chef, so... Also, they actually ate. They did It's one of the first times we've seen anybody eat food. Yeah, bachelor contestants (laughs) ingest anything other than alcohol. Um, And apparently, Tenley was tweeting, she was like, don't worry, guys, the food was gluten-free. And I was like, I was not (laughs) worried at all. Well, that was my big concern. (laughs) (laughs) I I was turned it off. Yeah, Yeah, my concern was like, why don't I have this food? I was just really taken by the cheese, and they kept going back and back and back to the cheese, and they'd be like, "Is the cheese working?" And, then you <laughs> and Joshua time, was like, "Yeah, yeah the cheese yeah, is working." It is. But it, it seemed to me like it was just like they would then show Tenley's face, like nodding, like "Yeah, it's working." But like that was a different question. They were asking Tenley, like, "Is your mic on?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then they edited that, <laughs> like, "The cheese is working." <laughs> Hashtag the cheese is working. I I felt like that he gave them some aphrodisiac cheese up front, and then he was like, "I have one more surprise for you," and I was like. This is taking a dark turn, <laughs> but then it was just more aphrodisiac. <laughs> so he was really loading them up. Um, and then meanwhile, so Justin got dumped by Samantha prior to their date. So she could that get was back a short, with Joe. short-lived relationship. Yeah. But in the meantime, he's managed to get like horrifically sunburned. <laughs> I was getting very, very concerned about him. They like, ran out of sunblock. So like terrible it, melanomas all over his abdomen. It was just bright red. And also there were like weird white spots. Like yeah. what what were you? I feel like he was like lying on the beach with like his chest. drink like propped yeah. on him. I was like and, something like, was just laying on his chest while he fell asleep in the sun. Because there were some weird ass tan lines. On that date, though, he was wearing his shirt while they were dancing, and right, then Amber then was he like, asked out Dan- "He asked out Amber, right, and, and Amber's was like, like, I'm going to make Dan jealous, which is always yeah. a good, plan. always a great yeah. idea. It didn't backfire. Yeah, she's like, Dan seemed really cool ever since we went out. So here's the thing: I'm going to go out with another guy, and he's going to be like, no. But anyway, so, so, so yeah. So then they were dancing, and at one point, she's like. I want to see what he's working with under there. I'm going to take that shirt off. Like, it's been on for too long. And then she took it off, and he was a lobster. He was bright red. And it's like, oh, that's why he left the shirt on this whole time. How did not react to that? I can't no imagine that if I was, like, sexy dancing with a guy and took his shirt off, and he looked like that, I wouldn't just be like, yeah, let's keep going. Like, Maybe they edited out the part where she was, she was like, like, oh, my, oh my God, God, can we get you some aloe? <laughs> How about all the other people's reactions that were on the dance floor? I'm sure they were all like, oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> poor guy. Like, that that like, white man over there. He's just yelling, help. please don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was like maybe sort of the reverse of when we saw Caitlin out with Sean and she was like, make sure you put on your sunscreen. And we were like, it's love. She was like, I don't give a fuck oh, if you that put was on really your nice. sunscreen. That was yeah. really Aren't you trying to tan? <laughs> so back to Justin and Amber's weird date. 
Um, they seem to be getting along. There's a, a slow motion ass grab that we see at mm-hmm. the end, which we that, all know is the tight. signal of true love. That was <laughs> yeah. They're getting really creative with the editing. This, a lot of crotch week. shots, a lot of ass shots. A lot of like, and then that's like there's slow motion making out in the ocean and like. He's like lifting her. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it couldn't just be regular lifting her and making out in the ocean. It has to be <laughs> slowed down so you can like really take it in. I think Darren, you you're an Amber fan, no? I am an Amber fan. I don't. There's a lot of hate in her. I feel like you I know. I don't I, have hate I, for Amber. I have just no feelings about Amber. I think she's really cute. Uh, she's beautiful. I think she's and beautiful. I thought she, she seems pretty cool. She can dance, and everyone just seems <laughs> to be like, mm, you know, there's Sam, feel, Samantha's there. And you're like, why? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely go for Samantha. Amber over. Oh, for sure. And I feel like she was really cool about it when she went back to Dan and was like, I realized that you're the one I wanted. And he was like, I realized that you're not the one I wanted. And she was like upset. But then she was like, okay, okay. well, I'm not going to like throw a fit. And then she Amber fell back on relatively Justin. normal. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think she seems relatively normal. She seems cool. And then it's literally every side interview of every guy's like, but you know, Samantha's still here. And everyone's like, okay, I thought like, she has great. dead eyes. What happened has, with Dan this week? Because noticed? like, I thought that Dan was like a normal person, and it's like po- the pod people. Like, you're like, there are like normal people here still, and then suddenly one of them is like, I want to go out with Sam. I think we're soulmates, and you're like, no. Dan was like, we have so much in common. We have had so many amazing conversations. Like, where? I where love the conversation offline. that they showed yeah. where he was like, so did your mom make a lot of Indian food? And she was like, no, I always just ate white rice. And he's like, oh. Oh my God, we have so He's much like, wow. You. You're Tell so me more about how you used to eat white rice. <laughs> that is amazing. You're my kind of girl. Yeah. He's like, we're both like really adventurous and we like to like travel and do cool stuff. And I was like, like eat white rice. It's really amazing. Yeah, but they both like long green white rice, which is nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I Sammy feel about that. They've been DMing. Sammy and Sammy have been DMing a lot. <laughs> we, we actually have a lot in common, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to slide into our DMs. Like, oh, yeah. hey, how do you feel about some long grain white rice? <laughs> do you like plain pasta? <laughs> a what if I put butter? some bu- <laughs> pasta for you? How do you feel about tap water? <laughs> They can't drink that in Mexico, though, when you think about it. So. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. A ton of bottled I think water. in Spain. I got a little geographically confused <laughs> during this episode. Yeah, they're all over the place. They yeah, they're somewhere Sayulita. <laughs> they're in Sayulita all the time. <laughs> I, I especially liked it when this is jumping ahead a little bit, but when— <laughs> We can jump ahead. <laughs> when the, the, uh, the Mexican chief or shaman, as it was described— says, felicidades to Mackenzie, and she says, como esta? (laughs) She learned that phrase so well. I feel like the producers must have just been so excited to have Justin and Mackenzie, the two dumbest people in paradise, on a date together. (laughs) They were like, how can we make them look as terrible as possible. You know what they said? They said, don't speak any English. And <laughs> yeah. He originally was probably going to do that whole thing in English. And oh, they're yeah, like, he, oh, yeah. oh, don't He quite don't. obviously spoke English. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I honestly felt bad for them because, like, I remember taking Italian freshman year of college, and the class was taught where they didn't speak English. Like, it was one of those classes. It was immersive. They only spoke in Italian. And, like, I was so lost from the first minute, and I didn't understand. I was like... Just, like, do a little Italian and then give me, like, the English so that I can put the two together. But when you just get that other language, there's no way to keep up. And then you walked out of class and said, 
I'm married. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I love it. At least you didn't have like ropes and like smoke bombs and like seashells or whatever else. Yeah, was that was that there. was Italian freshman year. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> and then in Spanish, they were like, wipe that mud off of your classmates' breasts <laughs> in a sensuous motion in a circle. And she did like a square, and he's like, "This is not. This is not a circle." But we're getting a little bit of ourselves. Yeah, we have to because discuss the fact that Joe went home this week. Yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say we we're gonna discuss her daughter celery. Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. Don't worry, because we also have to talk about Justin's kid, who I forgot existed. Um, but Joe goes home this week in a very you know dramatic fashion because for some reason Samantha I think decides again that she's going to look bad by being with Joe so she decides to give her rose to Dan instead and Joe is not happy about this she literally said in like her in the moment she was like I realized that he's the villain here. It just took me way too long to figure that out. And I was like, you don't sound like a human talking about a relationship. <laughs> like, you talk, you sound like a producer, like, describing a storyline that you're crafting, which is exactly what she is. She was reading a prompter for that interview, I think. Yeah. One thing I've appreciated about Joe all season is his uh, immediacy to call people out and be like, we're on a reality TV show. Relax. He said it, like, three or four times this whole season. But so. he, but of course, like when when it affects him in a way that is real, he doesn't feel like they're just out on a reality TV show. Well, he's in love, right? Right. He, he's, the other people are just you know, crazy. They're pawns <laughs> he's in real. His game. Sam, Sam is his soulmate. They're gonna have children. And Dan's soulmate and Nick's soulmate. Yeah. And yeah. She's, who else? She's Everybody. Like a lot of soulmates. But also, Joe is really ready to blackmail a woman. Mm. She doesn't do what he yes. wants. Fast, yeah. yeah. He gets on that fast. He showed his phone in two seconds. Like, you want to see the text? Here, here are the texts. <laughs> well, that's what she she did do something kind of smart here, which is she didn't give him any warning that she was going to dump him. So he didn't have a chance to be like, I'll ruin your life if you don't pick me. He didn't have a chance to show everyone the text. He was just like, she just told me she's going to pick me. This is going to be so great. We're going to get engaged. And we're going to, what? Did she just call someone else's name? Ruthless. And then he really was gone. Ruthless. Well, Sam, I thought you had an interesting take on the text messages. Oh, I, so he and when he was in the limo, or I hope they get him a limo. It might just be a van um, <laughs> taking them away from paradise. Like, it's White a van. van. It's for sure a van, a rickshaw. <laughs> and he like flipped his phone on the camera like, you want to see like this is what she sent me. It'd been so easy to fake that, like have your friend be like, text me this and then make the name Samantha. He is not smart yeah, enough he, for that. That would be a lot to do I in a really short really period of time. Joe a lot of credit. Also... You guys didn't watch After Paradise, but on After Paradise, Chris Harrison came armed with a leather-bound book of, like, 450 texts between Sam and Joe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and and what's more, Sam did not—Sam has lied about a lot of stuff. She was like, I'm not even friends with Julia. I don't know. She's she's lying about that. But she did not deny she, yeah, those texts. She didn't deny the texts. Did she they just, read off the text or they just were no, like, they, they exist? Read them off, but they were like, <laughs> but she did them. see the, and so she, her whole thing was like, when I said, like, don't get wifed up, I was like, lol, like, totally, if you do, that's fine, is what I meant. I was well, she just probably kidding. did, to be fair to her, they were going on Bachelor in Paradise. Probably they were, she was like having a good time. Yeah, look, they said, I, I really don't care that they texted each other. I, I don't care that they texted each other. I just think she needs to be. Just say, right, what Nick did was the right thing to do. Walk in and say, yeah, I talked to Samantha. I like her. And that, she could have just cut it off there. Like, yeah, I talked to a few guys and I was kind of into them and I wanted to see what would happen. Right. Yeah, she Instead, should take she some cues from had... him because he's a very successful post-Bachelor reality show contestant. <laughs> he knows how to play yeah, this. Right well, there's like 
four couples on the show right now who like are coming out of this okay. Well, for now, for, for now. now, for now. Apparently, right. one right. of the guys is going to turn out to be a huge douchebag. Can't Ooh. wait to find out which one. I don't know. The previews were all really scary. The previews make it look like it's going to be Tanner. Yeah, for sure. It looks it's like either Tanner it. or Kirk because both Carly be Kirk. and Jade were doing a lot of crying. I think it's going to be Kirk. Me too. That's not going to end well. Tanner and Jade are going to be the engaged ones. I just want to. I just want to out officially. Off, yeah. off show yeah. girlfriend yeah. boyfriend. But That's what we really need deal. to do is look for the manicure because the person who got engaged had like bright blue nails, yeah. and I was like, "Dead tell. Spoil it. I was surprised. It, the, like that that shot really was like it kind of told you a lot. I saw some freckles on the wrist. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. We need to go through some wrist photos. Maybe it's some pro- post production though, and it's like going to actually change during the episode. <laughs> yeah. So like, they're really just throwing you off. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender. I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, 
something for every diet. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. 
And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. (laughs) So night two, we come right in. Sam has just unexpectedly chosen Dan and sent Joe home, and everyone is just like, what? (laughs) And then Chelsea arrives. But what I really loved the most is when Dan brings Samantha back in, and he's like, no one here blames you for what happened, and we're all so happy you're here. And they were all like, no, we're not. We dislike you, and we 100% blame you. Tanner and... Jared and Joshua are especially not into Samantha. I think they have a little bit of bro solidarity from their season. Certainly, certainly. And Ashley clearly wants to call Samantha out, but she just gets confused. (laughs) Calls her beautiful. She's like, I'm struck (laughs) by your beauty. (laughs) Ashley S. is a gem. Yeah, she's so I love her so much. I love when Carly was telling that story that's like, she, she was trying to put red lipstick on me, and I didn't want to wear red lipstick. And she was like, you're not treating me the way Jesus would treat me. And I was like, that doesn't sound crazy. That sounds awesome. I want to be her best friend. She smells like a brewery, though. <laughs> Brought up twice, at least. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or Ashley S. gets dumped yeah. again. Pretty harshly, actually. Very yeah, harshly. he was a real dick about it. Yeah. I think it's kind of a dick. Yeah, I was yeah. like, she. listen, you're effectively dumping her. You don't need to tell her she's a drunk. Yeah, it was a really horrible opening Also, they line. are all <laughs> drunks. Yeah. Let's, you know, yeah. Yeah. glass yeah. houses. Yeah, I mean, she but said some... she was like, we we went to sleep at 6 a.m. It's 8 a.m. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fair gonna... enough. Some have smaller pores, though, and it doesn't come out like in the morning <laughs> when you smell like alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I have enormous pores. It just like, <laughs> I, I, I perfume yeah. the air around me with my <laughs> It's tough, me al- too. Especially in this hot New York summer. Yeah, you're like, listen, it's not me. It's my pores. Um, so, and she's like washing her face and he's like, we have to talk right now. And she's like, can you give me 10 minutes? God, he's no. the worst. Yeah. Um, but Nick just really wants to go hang out on a yacht with Chelsea. A dope yacht. Yeah, it's yeah. an awesome yeah. yacht. Yeah, they're on a boat. As Chelsea the most said, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I remember that. You're telling me that's still not cool. <laughs> I I say it all the time. I have I have something to tell you. That is a not not a cool thing to say anymore. Wow. When Sammy and I it's got over. here, I, I I turned to him and I said, "We're on a boat," and he's like, "No, no." But it's not. It's Look, not it's even a boat. <laughs> You guys seem, like, really attached to the pop culture of, like, five to ten years ago. It's, it's really... not good. We peaked. It's all been downhill since then. <laughs> we focused on The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that is the most important cultural touchstone of our time. Um, and then Mackenzie arrives as well. So we have right. Mackenzie. We have Chelsea. Like, all the people that basically are not going to find Just love. Jacqueline. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. And, then, Jacqueline. and then Jacqueline comes in and clearly knows exactly what she's doing. And it's just like, I'm going to be a huge 
bitch and break everyone up. Which and yeah, immediately not get a rose. <laughs> she like lost all my sympathy right away because she was like, all these guys are probably so bored of their girlfriends and they just want some to, to like change it up and trade up. And I was like, you're a terrible person. <laughs> well, like, I'm really curious about. I think what- that was put upon though. I think she was just. She was like, I know what this is. Do you think that they use up all, like, the, the top people in the beginning so people are interested? Because at this point in the show, right, I mean, everyone's kind of dated a few people. They're really into whoever they're with, presumably. So you got to bring in you got to bring in top talent to start pulling people no, away. No, I think they're just throwing in yeah. people who are going to be moderately yeah. amusing. Right. right. Like, they bring in Mackenzie so we can have a date where we can laugh. she's like, <laughs> yeah. do you like aliens? She and was obsessed she's like, with My UFOs. What about yeah. mermaids? Yeah. Kale, UFOs, <laughs> Also, we're in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> She was over a lot of comments. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We were talking yesterday about how, like, you really need, like, an Excel spreadsheet or some sort of a graph just to show you all of the names and, like, who's entering and who's exiting because it's a lot of faces. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of faces who are there for a very brief amount of time. So, like, it's They it's should hard be wearing name tags. Yeah. Wow. That's a yeah. great idea. It, they need to font them, font them more. Well, they do the always. They show, the, they show them during the, the – in the moment. But not enough. Not enough. So before we wrap up, we need to talk about Ashley I and Jared. Of course. Yes. Ashley I, who obviously is a virgin still, as we've been reminded about a hundred times, Um but maybe Jacqueline, not anymore. Maybe not anymore. Yeah. She definitely still is. Definitely, definitely still is. There's no way she enjoyed that sex. <laughs> no. But she gets very freaked out because Jacqueline is putting the moves on Meek Jared. And she asks uh, Chris Harrison for an overnight date. That he conveniently has just right yeah, there. He's like, oh None my God, and your name is written on this. He wrote it right there. <laughs> signed it. They have a room in the house called the sex room. And <laughs> so you just go to Chris and you say, Get, I'm ready for the sex room. They should have that. Why do they not have that? Maybe they just don't know. They would tell us about it if they had that. Because it'd be called like the real world if, it was, if that was there. That's I true. Like. I thought in the real world they just had sex everywhere. That's also, it. what what does everyone think was in that like 18-page letter that Ashley I wrote to Jared? I think she said a lot of stuff about his cheekbones. <laughs> I got that impression. Definitely she talked about Tom Brady within like one sentence. Because uh, I assume Jared's a Patriots fan, and she made a Giants Patriots joke. So I think it was just a lot of stuff like that, like inside wow. jokes on the first level. Wow! <laughs> like, that's do you remember so that sweet. time we talked to Jorge? And do you remember <laughs> the beach that's right there? Like, such crazy times for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have sex. <laughs> well, and so she like barely makes it because Jacqueline is like moments away. She Jacqueline, I was disappointed in her. She was not aggressive enough. She was like, so what's going on with you? Like, how do you feel about Ashley? How would you feel about like maybe going out with someone else? Like, what if that someone was me? And then Ashley's like, go to the fantasy suite with me. But on the after show, Jacqueline was like, well, you know, if I had known that Jared had tried to dump Ashley five times, I might have tried a little harder. Yeah, but I, I feel like she didn't really care though. Oh, no. About that. I don't think she cared about anyone there. The timing yeah. was really amazing, though. I yeah. don't know who yeah. set that up, but, like, give them the Emmy now. Incredible. <laughs> Gripping television. A real drama right there. Yeah. And then Ashley's like, I might not be a virgin in the morning. And I was like, sweetie, if there's any guy who's going to go into a room with you on reality television and take your virginity, it is not Jared. Like, he's going to get in there and be like, so. I'll give you a massage. Yeah. Do you want to, like, cuddle a little yeah. bit? Like, I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to go too fast. The moment she she was like, do you want to come with me? And, like, you could see Jared's face. Like, obviously no one on the podcast can see my face. It's like, 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't really. He was like fully resigned. I don't. I just don't think Jared wants to go on a date with anyone who's there. No. But he's like Ashley. I is is nice, and she likes me. Yeah, I think that he's hardcore friend zoned her. Like he just wants to like be able to hang out with her without her getting too pissed that he doesn't like her. They're gonna sit on the bed and just talk, and he's gonna be like, "I really want to respect you." Now let's turn to our respective corners and go to sleep. (laughs) He might explain how sex works. Ooh, that would that would be great wow. television. Yeah, I we never saw Jared explain that, did we? We saw I think no. I think, I think was, we saw Ben H. That's yeah. where he really rose job. to fame. <laughs> he went from a sex talk to the Bachelor. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> but he gave such a cute, like eligible bachelor worthy explanation of sex. No, he did a great job. Um, okay, so we leave it. We're dying to find out if Ashley, I, and Jared are definitely not going to have sex, which they aren't. Um, and otherwise, it seems like the couples are going to be thrown into a little bit of disarray in the in the coming weeks. What are your guys' predictions? I think that uh, Tanner and Jade are, are going to make it. I, I think they're. I mean, they're so strong. Yeah, so strong. they're such a beautiful couple. I think that uh, Carly and Kirk are going to make it. I think they're your winners. I I would love to see both of those couples stay together me too but, but I'm, it's I'm, not gonna I'm afraid I'm afraid of of the storm that lies ahead you uh you love Tanner and Jade so much we've seen them for like 25 seconds um, I like Carly <laughs> and Kirk best yeah but I don't think they're gonna make it but like Gosh. I I do think like I think we've seen enough of Tanner to know like his his personality he's like the narrator and I remember Jade pretty well from Chris's season team Tanner we've been team Tanner mm-hmm. for months now yeah. Yeah, we just we're just waiting cuz our our producer Caitlin went to high school at Tanner. Oh. So, yeah. we are just, you know, hoping yeah. that he's going to come on the podcast at some point. Maybe with Ooh. a fiance, yeah. with blue nail polish, <laughs> who knows. Come on the podcast. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to just wait and see, but thanks so much for coming on this week, guys. Thank thanks you for, for having, having us. us. It was a great time. Yeah, come thanks. back anytime, of course. So earlier this week, Claire had a chance to check in with J.J. Lane, one of our favorite men from Paradise. Yeah, it was really fun to get to catch up with him a little bit. And we wanted to share some of what the two of us chatted about, about what his life is like right now and his experience on Paradise. But we're going to be talking to him more next week for the finale. Yeah, so to get you excited for J.J. joining us for our final Paradise recap... Here's what he and Claire got to talk about. We wanted to ask, first of all, like, were you surprised by the way that you were edited and portrayed during Bachelor in Paradise? Um, to, to be totally honest, no. Um, you know, it's funny is like, so on Bachelorette, like I just the the first half of the time I was there, like I would say 95 percent of my stuff was like sarcasm that just wasn't ever picked up on. Right. And like guys were just they were a little sensitive. And I think there was just a lot more like insecurities because none of us had ever done the show. And so, you know, I just wasn't liked early on and, and, you know, on the bachelor and by the the time I left, I, you know, I was really good friends with everybody there. I think on bachelor in paradise, you know, I went in and was the exact same way I was in bachelor, but like, you know, thankfully I had Jared, Jonathan Tanner who already knew me and liked me. And so then it made it really easy to kind of, you know, integrate into the group um, of guys and, you know, it took like a day for, you know, to become good friends with the girls. And so I, I knew pretty much early on that I was really good friends with everybody. We were having a good time. 
there wasn't really any drama or negativity until Josh and Joe showed up and kind of the dynamic changed a little bit, but, uh, you know, I, I was pretty like confident. I, I wasn't worried about my edit. I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but, uh, you know, when I left paradise is like, well, it, you know, cross my fingers, like, how's this going to shake out? And I couldn't really find anything that, you know, I felt like was going to be bad, but, uh, you never know. Right. Yeah. The girl, the girl back home is always risky. That was a really tough situation because like we had been dating for five weeks prior to the show. And then I didn't feel like five weeks was, you know, it was like a really tough conversation that we had where it was like, well, should I go? Should I shouldn't, you know, like this kind of a unique opportunity. And we both kind of determined, it's like, Hey, like, had we been dating for three months? Um, you know, I wouldn't go, but you know, it was pretty early. So I went, but, uh, it was just really, that, that was a, that was a tough situation, you know, just even interacting with, you know, Tenley and, you know, kind of trying to have something there and exploring it, but at the same time being like, all right, well, if there isn't anything there, I hope I don't do anything to really jeopardize, you know, if I go back home and, and try and get this girl back. Right. So right. I felt like I was walking a little bit of a tight rope, but, uh, yeah, and so that was in between uh, Bachelorette and and Bachelor in Paradise that you were seeing this woman. Yeah, it was. You know, and it was five weeks, but it actually like it, it was. You know, like I'm not trying to diminish the time because you know when I left, I actually was being honest with everybody about like how I felt. Like I I really liked her, and um, it felt like it was a lot longer than five weeks that we we'd been dating. But uh, yeah, it was. But I mean. <laughs> So is the life of a reality TV personality, I guess, right? Like kind of juggling a, a, a several balls. Yeah, that's tough. So when you went back, like, was it really difficult to to try to get back in touch with her? Um, no, I got back on a Monday and we went out and kind of caught up over drinks on a Tuesday. And I love, I mean, I literally told her verbatim what I said on the show and <laughs> Like, I think Florida uh, probably took her back a little bit. She's just, you know, not expecting that, I guess. Then she's like, okay, wow, I need to think about this. We didn't talk for, you know, a week. And then we probably hung out for another week. And she's just like, I can't do this. Like, seeing you on the show, worrying about the shit. She's like, it's just too much. Like, she was already pretty apprehensive when I left, just given watching me on The Bachelorette. And so um, kind of the stress of the show, I think, really got to her. And all this kind of, I don't know, I call it faux fame where it's like, you know, my life, like we're all like really normal people, but you open your phone up. Right. And it's like your Instagram or your Twitter tells you that you're more famous than you are or that you're more important. And, you know, she couldn't help but kind of see my Instagram or see like the Twitter and stuff like that. And like, I think that really got to her and, and I don't blame her. Um, but like our day to day life, you know, it's, it's normal, but I think there's just other pressures that come from being on the show. It's hard for a regular relationship. Yeah, that's that sounds really complicated. Um, and it's something like I feel like when you go on the show, there are a lot of people who are like, I would love nothing more than to date that guy who didn't get appreciated on the show. But in real life, I think sometimes it, it offers some obstacles as well. Oh, I, I honestly, I think it's it's harder to date now than it was uh, before the show. Are you not me? getting women just like throwing themselves at you constantly? Well, yeah, but I mean, that's, that's why, I mean, that, that's not easy. I mean, like, I, you know, maybe like situations different. I was 25 and I didn't have a kid. Um, you know, like that's a different situation, but like at this stage of the game, 
you know, women throwing themselves at you and because like all of a sudden, you know, you happen to be on TV, it, it, it's a really complicated, you know, kind of a mind game because you're like, wait, they don't really like me. I don't think, or they're in love with this person that they saw on TV, um, which, okay, I'm paradise. Like I got a good edit, but that's still not truly who I am. Like you don't know anything really about me. You see like edited clips. Right. And so, uh, it just makes it challenging. And, you know, for me, like I'm kind of past like the whole, Hey, like, all these girls are throwing themselves at me. Like I'll just going to hit them up on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. Like, um, you know, I have to kind of pick, pick what, you know, a little wise, I have to, I have to choose wisely, you know, with, with a daughter and everything. So it just complicates it, I guess. And like, I don't know, it's made it challenging. So these are just like some, some very small questions that we've been accumulating throughout the season. Like, we noticed you had a book at one point. We thought you guys weren't allowed to bring books, so we were very confused. Yeah, you know, I actually brought a bunch of books on Bachelorette as well. And, what? Um, they didn't, uh, you know, like, what ended up happening was, like, in the mansion, we, we never really could read. Um, because in the mansion, like, we were always on. Like, there's always hidden, you know, you're always on camera. But once we started traveling um, in the hotel rooms, um you know, I actually read a lot. Like I would spend, if I wasn't doing interviews and stuff like that, like I actually read a lot and it was very cathartic and kind of much needed just given everything that was going on. And, um, you know, just that wild, you know, surreal experience that we're on there. And then on paradise, I like, I didn't even think twice. Like, it's like, Hey, I'm going to the beach. Like <laughs> gotta be some downtime. Like I'll read. And I ended up reading a decent amount there as well. Like, you know, I'd wake up, go get breakfast and then I'd go find like a little cabana area or whatever and just read for an hour or two. And then kind of, then we'd start all the festivities, you know, it's like beach activities, the drinking. Um, <laughs> so the drinking began at like 11 AM is what I'm hearing right now. Oh, I, I don't think that early to be honest with okay. you. No, I mean, I, I think everyone was actually pretty behaved until about three. Oh, Wow. Um, and who were your best friends when you were in paradise? Like, who did you hang out with the most or do you, are you not comfortable playing favorites? Oh, no. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't think there's any mystery. Um, you know, Tanner and I are best friends. So, you know, Tanner and I, you know, hung out a lot. And so like, that was the bulk, but then, um, Mikey, Kirk, Dan, I mean, Jonathan, Jared, Tanner, myself, like, those seven guys, like we ended up hanging out just together all the time. And I can't, I mean, we're all really good friends and we talk, you know, to this day. Um, so, but Tanner's like my best friend, um, on the show, love him to death. You know, it's, I love hanging out with him too. Cause he just, he, not only does he narrate the show, but he just narrates my life for me as well. Um, so it's, it's always good. I feel like he knows more about my life, just like he does with Bachelor, you know, happens, so. Um, so when it comes to, like, Tanner and the other people who are still on the show, what do you hope will happen in the finale, which is coming up pretty soon? <sighs> yeah, I mean, when I left, you know, there was, you know, a handful of, like, legit, like, relationships. So, you know, I if just, I guess, Tanner, Jade, Kirk Carley, um, you know, as, as, you know, fairly, you know, I guess I'm a little bit of a hopeless romantic. Like I hope that, you know, both of those couples work out and, um, you you just love to see it. I I know that like the girls, you could see it in their eyes that they were excited about it. The guys, it's always different. Like, you know, 
when they're hanging around the guys, like, you know, Tanner's not talking about his relationship with Jay, nor is Kirk with Carly. Um, so you have to almost like kind of look to the girls to get a sense of like really where the relationship is at, how strong it is. But, uh, you know, both Jade and Carly were always kind of smiling about it. They seemed, you know, very smitten. You know, I, I hate to use the love word right now because I don't know if that's the case, but, uh, um, yeah, I, ho- I hope that, you know, something works out with these couples because um, from a guy that now is like back in the regular dating world, I think one of the reasons that we all like date on these shows is because we all get each other a little bit and it's a lot easier for us to date people from the show, um, at least for kind of the short term than it is for people outside of the show. So um, kind of the logic or the, the method of their madness makes sense and to some extent, I guess. Cool. Well, we're really looking forward to talking to you hopefully a little bit later on in the season about more specific the finale, yeah. I think. Yeah, we're going to talk about the finale, which I hope will be really dramatic. Same here. I can't wait to watch it. I know. Like every week I'm like four hours, but then it's four amazing hours and it's worth it. So we're really looking forward to having you back on. And thanks so much for talking to us today. Hey, just, yeah, my parents and I, we both are watching this and we're like, wow, this is actually better TV than The Bachelorette was. It is. Um, so they've, they've kind of sucked to, you know, my mom, dad, myself, you know, and obviously I live with my parents. So let's just get that out there. You know, we'll <laughs> sit there, you know, my mom will make meatloaf and we'll, we'll watch this. And it's, uh, um, we're now like, wow, we're those people watching reality TV. So um, I, I'm kind of not even ashamed anymore. Yeah, I got my parents to start watching it. My dad's like an English professor, and he's always texting me like, "What is this about? What's happening?" And I'm like, "This is what I've done to him. Like he used to spend his time productively, but higher education be gone. I mean, <laughs> let's just watch reality TV. Exactly." And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. This week was pretty much a huge feminism fail, obviously. We've got Tanner comparing Sam to insects and just like all sorts of crazy bullshit. But we've narrowed it down to the top five. It was difficult, but we did. We we managed it. So we're going to start things off with how all the guys keep talking about how Sam being hot is sort of an excuse for all of their poor decisions. Like, come on, that is not forcing you to do stuff you don't want to do. We're giving that a four. And then we have kind of a little bit of a bullshit double standard. When Chris Bukowski walks in, Tanner refers to him as a bachelor legend for having appeared on like five different bachelor shows. But if we remember, Claire was basically branded a pathetic old lady for going on Bachelor in Paradise twice. So we're going to give that a four because what the fuck? Yeah, like, did no one pick up on that? Come on. And next, Dan thinks he's being some great benevolent guy by trying to convince Sam to date him instead of Joe. We're giving that a three. Like, get over yourself, dude. You're not some sort of white knight. 
And then, uh, not sure if everyone caught this, but as Joe's weird exit van was driving down the road, he has kind of a charming line referring to Sam saying, damn it, I should have bleeped her brains out. We're going to assume that word was fucked, uh, and we're going to give that a four because that is just really tasteless. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Just because she didn't like you doesn't mean you deserve to have sex with her. Yeah, she's not a whole. And finally, I don't get it. No guy this age wants to take someone's virginity still, says Jacqueline. That's at least a three. Like, I'm sorry, we don't believe in slut shaming, but also don't shame someone for still being a virgin. It's not like she missed the turnoff. She can still have sex with someone. It is possible. And now for our favorite tweet of the week. This one comes from none other than JJ Lane. That's at JJH Lane. I return to Bachelor in Paradise tomorrow night where I will attempt to be the seventh guy to date Sam. Oh, JJ, if only that had happened. It would have been endlessly entertaining. Hey, it's not too late. Sam is still on the show. And for the quote of the week this week, Dear Mackenzie, if we have kids, I don't think they'll be Mexican because we're not Mexican. Yes, Mackenzie, that is accurate. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producer, Caitlin Bogugi, and our audio engineer, Brad Shannon. And of course, thanks to our guests, JJ Lane and the Bachelor Dudes from People Now. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon. You can also send us an email at here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It's always the best part of our day. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you next week after another four hours, the last four hours of Paradise. Thanks so much for listening. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.